Good morning, everyone. Lovely to hear you all sing today as well. It's nice being in a congregation in full voice. (laughs) So in our Bible story today, we are going to have two big thoughts about Jesus. The first one, here comes our king. And the second one, what kind of a king is this? So let's say that together a few times to help us remember what we're going to be learning. So here comes our king. And what kind of a king is this? Do that one more time. Here comes our king. What kind of a king is this? Great. Now, since we're thinking today about royalty and royal entrances, I wondered how many of us watched a royal procession not all that long ago. Put your hand up if you saw any of the Queen's funeral last September. It was on TV for quite a few hours. Maybe some of you even went into London to see it in person. I've got a few photos here. Lucas will help us out to remind us what it looked like. So we had musicians playing somber, majestic music, setting the tone and keeping everyone marching together. What else do we have? Men in very fancy ceremonial clothes, again, all marching together, keeping time. And finally, you can see just a bit of the coffin there, flag draped over it, crown on top, and members of the royal family and the armed forces keeping it company on the way to Westminster Abbey. So it was a big deal. A lot of planning went into it, deciding where they would go, who would get to be part of the procession, what music would get played, and all of this to honor the Queen. Now that was last September, and as some of you know, in about a month's time, we have another royal procession happening in this country. Not a funeral this time, but a coronation which is when a king or a queen has a special ceremony, they make promises to God and to the nation, and they get a crown placed on their head. Now, it's been 70 years since the last time we had a coronation in this country, so it's a big deal. And some of you would have been given a flag as you came in. This is your chance to wave it. We're going to imagine we are lining the streets in London for the procession of the coronation of King Charles III. Here comes our king. So probably there are going to be musicians again, playing joyful music this time, not funeral music. We'll probably have military people marching up and down again. All of this, here comes our king. Now, I wonder, how is King Charles himself going to come in? Maybe he'll be in a really fancy car with the top rolled down so everyone can see him waving to them. Or... Maybe he'll be in a horse-drawn carriage with gold decorations and red silk lining. Here comes our king, everyone will be saying. Or, I mean, what else could he be? Maybe he'll fly in on a helicopter or maybe... Wait, what's this? Someone coming in on a kid's bike? That's not what's supposed to happen. What, what kind of a king would come in on a wooden bike? Now that... Well, hopefully when he gets to the church, it'll, it'll be a bit better. Here comes our king. Let's wave our flags. And here, when he get, No, no. No, this is, this is not right. He's not supposed to start cleaning when he gets to the church. What kind of a king gets to the church and starts cleaning? What kind of a king is... I just, Edward, we're just going to have to stop there. Put the flags away. Put these things away. Thank you very much. 
I don't think there's anything else to be done here. Let's listen to our Bible reading, and hopefully that royal procession will go a bit better. Some of you were given branches when you came in. At the point in the story when the crowd gets their branches, you can wave those high. And I think there's also a bit of participation from the pulpit side and the front side of the church. You may have been given bits to call out. So let's have our reading. go a little bit better than the one that we had pretending with King Charles. <laughs> well, let's see. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. So at the beginning of our section, Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem, and he sends two disciples ahead of him with careful instructions. Verse 2, go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. So Jesus has a plan. 
He knows about this Old Testament prophecy that a king will come in on a donkey. And that's what he's going to do. He knows where to find a donkey. So he tells his disciples to get the donkey, and they do it. Verse 6, the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. So far, so good. Here comes our king. And as he's riding in, we get the crowd with these branches. And in John's gospel, we're told that these are palm branches, which is why we call this Palm Sunday. Now, these palm branches are a symbol of victory for the Israelites. They even get stamped onto some Jewish coins. So it's a bit like us waving our British flag to welcome him. This all seems good. Here comes our king. And the crowds are shouting, Hosanna, which means save us. And it gets used to praise God who saves us. Hosanna to the son of David. The Israelites had been promised that God would send them a king who would be one of the great King David's great, 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 ever so many great grandsons. So as they're saying, Hosanna to the son of David, it's like they're saying, save us, O promised king. Here comes our king. This all seems really good. We have everything we need for the royal entry. We've got the donkey, we've got the crowd with branches, and we've got people praising Jesus. What a good way of welcoming the king to Jerusalem. Here comes our king. But when we get to verse 10, something a little bit funny happens. I don't know if you noticed it. We find out that the people in Jerusalem don't actually know who Jesus is. The people who've been traveling with him are calling out Hosanna, but the people in the city are asking, who is this? What kind of a king is this? And when he gets to Jerusalem, We might expect a king to come with an army to fight off the Romans who are occupying it. Or we might expect a coronation and for Jesus to get a crown. But what's the first thing he does? He goes to the temple, the place where people meet with God. And he kicks out all the people who are there making money and taking up the space where people should be praying. What kind of a king is this? And who are the first people to come to him? Again, we might think it'll be the rich and powerful people to give him gifts or to bow down and welcome him. But no, look at verse 14. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple, and he healed them. Well, what kind of a king is this? And who is most excited about all of this? It's the children who are running around praising him, and the religious leaders are getting angry. Verse 15. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. What kind of a king is this? So we've had the crowds welcoming him. Here comes our king. But when he gets to Jerusalem, things don't go the way we would expect. What kind of a king is this? To get a bit of an answer to that question, Let's look back at the prophecy that Matthew quotes. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you. Here comes our king. But what kind of king? Gentle and riding on a donkey. Jesus came gently, not on a war horse with soldiers marching along, but on a donkey. And Jesus came for the people who knew that they needed him like those who couldn't see and those who couldn't walk, who came to him to heal them. 
And Jesus came for anyone who was willing to welcome him, no matter how old or young they were, like the children praising him in the temple. And he came to get rid of the things that get in the way of us meeting with God. In Zechariah chapter 9, which is where that prophecy comes from, after promising the coming king, God promises that by the blood of his covenant, he will set prisoners free. So when Jesus came to Jerusalem on a donkey, it wasn't to establish the kingdom of Israel, but to meet all of humanity's greatest need by dying the perfect death for us on the cross so that we can be forgiven of all that we've done wrong and then rising to life again so that we can live forever with him. And that's what we're going to celebrate next weekend at Easter. Here comes our king. But what kind of a king is this? A king who comes gently, a king who gives his own life so that we can have real life in him. And the question for us today is, will we be like the religious leaders who get angry, who say, what kind of a king is this? I don't want anything to do with him. Or will we welcome him to be the king in our own lives? Here comes our king. So just before we sing again, We're going to take a moment to pray, and I want you just to think to yourself, how do you welcome Jesus? Are you going, what kind of a king is he? Or are you saying, come and be my king? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you came as a gentle king to save us. Please help us to welcome you as the king in our own lives. Amen.